With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. So I guess, like... Spoiler alert, we finished. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we're done. If you skipped here from somewhere else, go back. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, missed some stuff. Uh-huh. So yeah, we just wrapped up our campaign a couple days ago. On Friday night, even, and it's Sunday yes. morning now. Mm-hmm. Questions, comments, thoughts, concerns? <laughs> uh, well, I have to tell you what... Because I had cried so much (laughs) on Thursday and Friday before we even recorded the Mm -hmm. final session. I was just super emotional. And then Friday night when we recorded, I was crying. Mm -hmm. And all day yesterday on Saturday, I just laid in bed. I didn't really get out of bed. I just watched K-dramas and you know, just chilled out because I went down, I was going to start editing the audio and I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> oh, I, do this. I bet. I bet. That's going to be. It was so emotional. Yeah. I also, I feel like I, I did say I went to the store and stuff yesterday, mm-hmm. but I also like when I was at home, I just kind of vegged and I even told Courtney like, I, I just need to veg today. Yeah. Because it was, it was such a big well, it was a big buildup, and the, yeah. there was so much, like, anticipation and anxiety and excitement, and then it happens, and then you have to, like, decompress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that uh, one thing that I had noticed on – after we were done recording, I realized that our very first episode that we recorded, we were all really nervous. Yeah. Because we had no idea what we were doing, even yeah. though we didn't think anybody would really listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, we're playing a game we don't understand, don't yeah. really know the rules to, and we're recording it and we're going to put it out there for everyone to see. Right. So it was all a bundle of nerves yeah. Oh, yeah. on our first mm-hmm. episode. Then in our last session, we were all a bundle Bundle of nerves again, but for an entirely different reason. Because it meant, means, so much to us. Yeah. I got goosebumps when you were saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, because I think that, (laughs) I think that was the most awkward we've been in a long time yeah, yeah. Getting, you're like right. getting going yeah like, it was like yeah. it was i that was the most awkward i felt i think it, since the beginning right because it's like the same is, i also it. yeah uh-huh. i'm glad you said that mm-hmm. because i also like it was it felt like i we all had the high tension and it did it was harder to get there yeah we spent the whole first half of the session almost just like stalling <laughs> yes. which not as a mean thing like it yeah. was hilarious yeah exactly but I think we all almost not didn't want to get there, but like it was scary. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like by the time our last session is edited, I think we're going to have because we recorded for three hours. Yeah. And so I think we're we're going to have at least three episodes <laughs> of our <laughs> final. <laughs> so just that first episode is all just, just stalling. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. It's the filler episode. Uh Yeah, Yeah. gotta have one. Gotta have one. Gotta have a little downtime before the (laughs) main big battle. 
it was so hard to plan because it's not only the regular planning of like, okay, all the mechanics of a battle, I have to figure out who's going to be there. I have to figure out their stat blocks, what they can do, their hits, like oh everything. And it's not only that, it's also like, what storylines, what little things do I need to yes. remember to wrap up or reference, you know? Yeah. And so it was, it was a lot. And so in my head, you guys would rush out and blow the horn uh-huh. and then that would like start the battle and basically give oh. you a huge advantage <laughs> oh we would have had a huge advantage if we did that <laughs> sorry to spill those beans well, that's, <laughs> yes i mean it makes sense yeah. Yes. yeah but it went backwards <laughs> <laughs> Which is beautiful. It's very Dice Girl. Yeah. We shouldn't have let me carry the horn is what that sounds like. Oh, no. I should have given it to Drigus. Well, and like for me, I was like, "Oh, Rockness just so traumatized from having stuff taken from her. <laughs> she's just she's just trying to hide it because like the gems kept disappearing, yeah. and then like uh, the blue gemstone got yep, taken. That and, ring. Yep, yeah, that's very true. Way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm sorry I kept way. stealing stuff from you. <laughs> you know, and then it had like a subconscious effect right, where right. I didn't even realize that like it was my precious. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> You just kept holding all the important stuff. <laughs> That's what it was. I just didn't want Trigus or any bad guys to have it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, out of I mean the three of you had all the responsibility. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. really did. Yes. <laughs> oh man. And then yeah. every every time we'd get into like a precarious situation or something I have no idea we would both just look at yeah. you actually yeah. 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 every time like, we just <laughs> what's our plan yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Rachna had to become well I guess she was kind of a leader but I just, we forced she, her into the yeah, leadership yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she negative wisdom negative intelligence <laughs> did the best that she could <laughs> <laughs> she did the best that she could with the tools that she was given. I think she did a great job. Role. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I have I have a question for you, Becca. Okay. When we sat down day one recording the first episode, how much did you have planned? I probably already asked you this, but no, that's okay. But I mean, you couldn't answer until now. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's gonna be. You can tell. I can tell everything. <laughs> And I can tell you guys everything. But so basically, the idea for our campaign was a story that I had started to write years ago and almost completely forgot about and then stumbled upon an old notebook. Oh my God. But the story that we wound up playing was like, so if the frame for the story that I was writing is like over here, I know people can't see, but they get the picture. Yeah. Then the story we played was like just out of frame of that because oh. the story that I was writing focused on her name wasn't Shima, but it was Shima's existence and her world and what was going on mm-hmm. in her world that was affecting the world that she had created, which was Avrin. Which wound up being Avrin. And so it was kind of like that inspired a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. And then 
when I knew we were going to be playing D&D, I really started trying to think of inspiration. And this is going to sound like so maybe cheesier, (laughs) but I swear it's how it happened. I was driving in my car and like a series of songs came on and it was like they just built on each other. (laughs) And so, yeah. And so it really, um, I think that I don't remember what the very, very first one was, but Fireflies came on by Owl City. Mm -hmm. I, there were a couple lines from that that I wrote down. And well, first, the first idea that came from it is communicating through Fireflies. Mm -hmm. That's where Wolfworks Fireflies came from. The next line in Fireflies is something about dreams bursting at the seams. Uh And that is where Taru's inspiration came from. He kept falling asleep and his dreams kept bursting out in the form of those like... So that's kind of where that I love part it. came from. So like I I knew just like little pieces like that. I knew the Omara was a thing I had already conceptualized um, because the next song that came on, this is hilarious. It was Mbop by Hanson. <laughs> I swear to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> not lying. This is not... <laughs> Please tell me how Mbop influenced our <laughs> D&D campaign. I would be happy to. <laughs> so the first way that it influenced the campaign in the Omara wise way is because it's a song about you don't know how long people are going to be in your life. You blink and they're gone. And it's about... Have you, you I shot never ever? listened to the lyrics. You know, I only know the chorus. <laughs> yes. That's fair. Same. I had no idea. Wow. That's fair. Um, I, I kind of want to pull up some of the lyrics. Yeah. Right Seriously, like I never oh, stopped yeah. and listened to it. Yeah. I just um, bopped and, <laughs> and, and baby dot bop boop bopped. <laughs> You have so many relationships in this life, only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife, then you turn your back and they're gone so fast. So hold on to the ones who really care. In the end, they'll be the only ones there. And when you get old and start losing your hair, can you tell me who will still care? Oh my goodness. (laughs) That was deep. Wow, good for them. And so from that, I thought, well, what if there was a magical way to ensure that the people that you love would stay in your life forever? Oh, wow. And the Omara ritual was born. Hanson oh. made the Omara. <laughs> True. That's the most dice thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh my god. Oh, 100% true. I love our origin story so much. You're never going to hear that song the same way again. No, no. no. I'm going to download it on Spotify and listen to it. So the other part that influenced our from that song that influenced our campaign early on in the second verse there's a part that says plant a seed plant a flower plant a rose you can plant any one of those keep planning to find out which one grows it's a secret no one knows and that was the inspiration for your wildflower field wow with all the magical flowers oh my gosh 
So like I had, like I said, little pieces mm-hmm. and I knew, I knew that the problem was going to stem from the Omara coming out of their basically frozen state that Wolfric had put them in. Like I came up with all of that part before we sat down. So basically I knew that that what was, co- that's going to be what was causing all the world problems. And I had fleshed out the five Omara and what their issues were going to be and how those issues were going to affect the world. Which is like part of the reason that you guys heard about like the storm, storm. Yes. way before it ever happened. Okay. And I had just like little pieces of it all. Right. I didn't know how it would end, but I knew that like the big problem of the world was these five forces have unintentionally been causing chaos. <sighs> it was kind of a, a brief idea basically. Wow. And you guys filled in a lot of the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I know you were probably picturing in your head, okay, they're going to do this, they're going to do that, they're going to do this. How closely did we follow what you thought we were going to do? Well, we completely missed the baby dragon. I was going to... What? Yeah, I'm glad you remember. That's one of the things I was going to... Yeah, so are you talking... Okay, first... I'm so upset. <laughs> right? Yeah. Are you asking about like in that first session or in like overall? First, in that first session. In that first session, it did not go like... I didn't know what to expect at all because right. I had never run a D&D session before. Mm-hmm. Like we said, I had played very few, like one or two, but never like with the same group even or definitely not fifth edition. And you guys, I don't think had ever played. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. And so like I had no idea what to expect and I knew that you had no idea what to expect either. And so I really like... I think I even overplanned a little bit that first one because I wanted the world to feel sandboxy to you. I didn't mm-hmm. want it to be like, I don't know if you've, I, I'm sure it's in other video games. There's the Kingdom Hearts series. In the first one, you can kind of mostly run around pretty much where you want until you like find keys to, stu- to unlock stuff and things like that. But then in the second one, it looks like all these paths are open, but there's like this invisible barrier and you just can't go there. And the snot out of me uh-huh yeah because yeah. it was like it's there i can see it mm-hmm. why can't i go there yep yeah and i didn't want to do that to you guys and so if i recall correctly i super overplanned, and it was like if they do this this stuff is gonna happen if they do this uh-huh. go to this part of your notes if they do this go here okay and so that cave that you guys went in with the fungus where you kind of just like you got terrified yeah, we snuck by, through. by the, by the yeah. flying snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That cave had caverns. It had oh. other, like, challenges waiting. There was a little bit of a, a very small dungeon crawl. There was, like, a waterfall. And hidden behind <laughs> the waterfall was, like, a tunnel that led to a baby dragon's lair. Like, oh, my Wimble God. was in there. Wimble was in there. Oh, yeah, like. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god. Actually, no. I think. Was that after? Yes. When we came back? I created Wimble and Ellie and Rixie after you guys had decided you were going to go back. Okay. okay. So Wimble wasn't in uh, there yet. Okay. Yeah, because we heard what we heard like sounds or crying or something right or is that why we went back i can't remember yes you heard like so you heard a shrieking kind of sound Mm -hmm. and it was a mushroom it was a shrieking fungus but you didn't know that and so when you decided to go back to the cave i thought i need to make this like worthwhile (laughs) instead of us just walking in there and seeing this mushroom and it's like "Ah!" (laughs) yes and we're like oh 
Okay. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember where I found it. I think it was in like the monster manual, but it was a type of mushroom that is used. It shrieks to draw people in, and then it usually grows alongside other mushrooms that are very poisonous. Oh. And so it's like the bait. Oh. And I didn't, it was, you guys were traumatized after the snakes, <laughs> like you just said. And so I was like, I can't lure them into this mushroom <laughs> yeah. trap that I created. <laughs> Because it's going to be too much and they're going to hate it and we're never going to play again. Because well, I think the problem was we didn't have any health potions. So it yeah. was like mm-hmm. our HP was our HP and that was it. You were very well, squishy. We didn't, and we, like, we, didn't, we didn't prep at all. Yeah. 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 I think we weren't adding the proper modifiers and stuff yet. Uh-huh. That's, so we, yeah, that's true. why we were it was missing so just much. just like yes. the base damage. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. All of our rolls were misses. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. After a battle like that, how does it, I like, how does that feel? How does it feel to you when it's just like, because it was comedic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could, there are times when it feels a little like a slog and like frustrating. Was there like a lot of that? We didn't like, do that many battles. We didn't. That's very true. <laughs> I think the only part for me that I found frustrating was because I, just a rogue you know i didn't have any i couldn't do a whole lot of damage right so it felt like i wasn't contributing a whole lot but it never it never felt like like a slog you know because like rockna and trigus were always doing cool stuff so it was just like (laughs) i'll let them i'll throw my dagger i'll swing my sword but that was it for me do you think that's gonna influence how you build your next character probably magic is just overwhelming in itself because there's like a a lot of moving parts to it so that i'm a little trepidatious about but yeah i I think that i think that is why i chose a a magic character for next time nice spoilers spoilers (laughs) (laughs) i actually feel like i kind of felt similarly it wasn't it wasn't a slog or anything but I think it was more that I didn't have very much healing magic. I think Mm -hmm. I just had like the one default, I think it's lay on hands, Mm -hmm. and I can Mm -hmm. only heal from a very small pool based off of my level, Mm -hmm. which is still one. Right. You know, so (laughs) there was very little I could do. So it, I did feel a little powerless, Mm -hmm. but I, so it made me a little worried about like what was coming next, you right, know, right. which I think really uh, probably contributed to us sneaking through the cavern mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, absolutely. But but yeah, other than that, like it never felt difficult or not fun or mm-hmm. you know it it wasn't it wasn't a bad thing. It was just a little unnerving because here we are new to this game. Yeah, and it's not going as well as I thought. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know. So it was a it was it was very. Uh, uh, very unnerving at first, mm-hmm. but um, after that wolf fight, I think you had figured out, you know, what we were doing wrong, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was just like it felt like smooth sailing after yeah. that point. And I like I do know that there are ways for rogues to do more damage. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm not super up to date on that. Right. So because right. yeah. I know like sneak attacks, like I have, I I never I never used my sneak function. Right. But once per turn, I, if I was sneaking, I could do an extra D6 of damage, you know, Dang. if I had used that. Yeah. But I never did. I think we talked about that, too, at one point where, like, it was – it's hard – to sneak the party makes like big entrances uh-huh. and like yeah. it's yeah. hard to sneak yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to sneak with Trigus uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> small just... guy big personality <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our first battle was the snakes mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay at that point 
we're going through this battle and everything. And I had no idea that my character could die. I didn't right. understand why you guys were all like, oh, no, you know, and I'm like, this is just fun. I'm just having fun. Mm -hmm. And then you said something, you need to roll a death save. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Not thinking that this could be permadeath yeah. for Trigus oh in yeah. the first battle. Right. And then Hector came out to... The, that was that the was wolves. The, that was the wolves. Yeah, you were going... It was a good, like, few sessions that you were just yeah. like... I was clueless. You didn't yeah. know you could die. Yeah, I was clueless. So wow. then after that... I was like, oh, I need to be careful. <laughs> I, I need to have some strategy here. But like the rules of D&D &D and combat and all that stuff, it's still confusing for me. I just don't process it's a information lot. like it that really well. And so I would just always hope for the best. Right. Yeah. You know, it was fun. I it had a worked great out. time. Yeah. But I had, it was a little different after I realized I could die. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know? so I remember wild. I was talking to you because when we were going to go back into the cave and we were kind of discussing, I don't think this was on on the recorded session, Oh, but I think we were talking about, okay, we have to do, you know, this and we've got to be careful and oh, I don't want to go look in that. And I was saying, if we don't explore and take risks, people aren't going to enjoy listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that was when you said, <laughs> you almost died. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? And then Alexa's like, yeah, your character, Becca, had to pull something out to save Trigus. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you had to explain to me how to save Because you guys took to it right away and understood it mm -hmm. faster than I did. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, because I don't... Trigus failed his last death save, didn't he? And then, I don't think we could... I don't think I let it get that far. He, like... I think he failed two death saves. Or I think he... What it was... So you get three death saves mm -hmm. and you have to have at least two wins. Mm -hmm. I think he had one of each. Okay. And oh, so the last... take a chance. Yeah, because, like... <laughs> Our game's over. Yeah. yeah. Can you Imagine, yeah. Uh -huh. If well, you would have had to roll a new character, yeah. Because I remember, I swear, I remember us saying that Trigus like technically died. So I wonder if you did. I because I swear I remember Maybe. us in one of our like our post sessions, that like in one of our like Patreon familiar. stuff, we we're like, yeah, technically Trigus died. Maybe you did. Uh, okay. Maybe we figured out later that. We hadn't been calculating it Could, correctly. Something like that, yeah. And then, like, Trigus would have actually died, died. <laughs> right. But yeah. Hector saved the day. Hector saved the day. Yeah, yeah. that's why I have that close connection with He saved Hector. your life. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. definitely saved. And it was weird. Hector was, I would imagine, just a character to give us magic items. Yes, absolutely. He was the shopkeeper. Mm -hmm. Right. But, like, you guys actually formed that connection with him after he saved your life yeah right yeah because in my mind it was in that moment oh my gosh i need to save trigus uh, like because they're not going to be able to like mm -hmm, you said mm -hmm. you, their healing was very limited you yeah. didn't have any potions you were squishy as heck yeah, i think one of i think another person was like prone at the time yeah, yeah like, like someone's leg right. was getting yeah. chewed on or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like the three of us were down. <laughs> you were yeah. not doing yeah. good. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was, and that fight, like, I didn't even intend it to be that hard. I think I started out with just you the one. You started out with one wolf, and then I think Ash did a bunch of damage at the beginning. You um, all got a hidden, and I was like, they're going to kill this wolf before we even, and so I'm like, I better add two, two more. more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But so I had to think in that moment when you were dying and like, I was like, I can't kill these guys like <laughs> here and now. This is not the shortest <laughs> podcast ever. Yeah. 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 It's just a funeral. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And so I thought, what is a plausible way for them to be saved mm-hmm. without too much interrupting the flow of the game by right. introducing an entirely new character oh. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, they just ran into Hector yeah, a little bit ago. just talked to Hector. Yeah, so that was uh, what wound up happening. He just wound up coming in. Yeah. And then where did the where did the gems come? He- Hector had the gems. Hector had the gems. Mm-hmm. Rockna bought the gems. But where did you get the idea for the gems? So, I had already had the idea for the Omara, but like most of Hector's items, almost all of them, I think, if not all of them, come from a really cool Twitter account. It's called the Catalog of Slightly Magical Merchandise, and it's at of Slightly on Twitter. I don't know if they're still like active, but their whole back catalog is there. Basically, I don't want to say it was like Schrodinger's item, but like I knew Hector would have it for sale with a box of gems in it. The description that I gave you is pretty much exactly the description that's on the Twitter, is that it like gives off a slightly mystical or mysterious aura or there was something in there about it like they Mm -hmm. emanate some kind of and if Rakhna wouldn't have bought the gems then a completely different like storyline would have happened the Omara still would have been there but like then it just wouldn't have happened and it almost it wasn't even until she bought the gems that I decided now I'm going to do something really cool with them. And I already had the idea of the Omara in place. And so I was like, this is perfect. And it kind of just spider webbed out from there. And so really like you buying those gemstones, it built a huge part of the world and the wow. story. Yeah. So wild. Yeah. I don't even remember why I bought them. Like I think I, it, I think everybody I was, else just, like, was the coolest thing on the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe everyone was buying stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't really know what I want, but we'll see what this does or yeah, something like yeah. that. You know, I don't. Yeah, I thought very little of it at the time. Right? I think. <laughs> yeah, because I think you didn't touch them again until episodes and episodes later, right? Was that? Yeah, yeah when I think so. It might have even been was it after we encountered Sadie. It, yeah, it might not have been until then. Well, no, because it might have been with Claire because oh, she yeah. was the one who was like, "Hey, wait a minute, keep those safe." And then oh. when you pulled them out. After the fight with Sadie and mm-hmm. you realized one was missing, that's when Claire had her whole meltdown. Yeah. And I think you you showed them to Claire the first time because Rom had seen them. Yeah, we showed you guys- them... Yeah. We showed him to Rom and he's like, I'll give you like 500 gold for those. Yeah. Like, he tried to buy them from oh. you. Yeah. yeah, that's and I right. And I'm pretty sure I, pu- I, pushed for, I pushed for us to sell them. Yeah. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> Which would have been fine. We yeah. would have worked around it for um, sure. But then I think after that, we showed him to Claire. Yeah. And then she mm-hmm. was like, you got to protect those gems with your life. 
<laughs> yeah, I think it was I think it was the fact that Rom offered so much for mm-hmm. them that I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are these really worth? Right. <laughs> right. I need a second opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And so I went to a mystical lady in a tent for <laughs> my second opinion. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you do. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. what other what things okay, like the baby dragon that mm-hmm. we missed. Mm-hmm. What oh, other man. things did we and it's not like we missed out on anything. Right, yeah. you just... But, like, maybe there was stuff that I planned for that never happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I think about the, um, like, the marker of the betrayer, like, all the time. It was like, if we had, if we had yes. done that, it would have been, like, a way different story. Yes. I'm trying to... Uh, I don't know if I have that far back in my one note. But you're absolutely right. That was one of those points in the story where I had to start branching off into two completely different directions. Because it was like, you guys were given the choice to accept the mark of the betrayer or not. And I had to plan for what to do if you accepted it oh and what gosh. to do if you didn't. And so if I recall correctly, if you had accepted it and all taken the mark of the betrayer... Did you? I don't think you did. Well, so like, well, so like, we we accepted it to to like to do the thing, but like with the um, Rom gave us the box with the thing in it that we had to give to Claire, and if we had opened it, yes, then we would have gotten it for real, yes, and then That's we would have right. completely missed out on the gnome resistance. Yeah, you. Yes, yes, that would have been the consequence. For the mark of the betrayer, if you guys would have opened that box and gotten it, I had planned on basically thinking that you guys would probably decide to leave town and there was going to be like a tree on the way out and I was going to have Kai roll a perception check to see if she noticed the thieves can't on the tree that was going to have some kind of message about where you could go to find refuge for other people who had like who were like outcast now from society basically because this was a huge deal and so you probably would have wound up in like a thieves guild or something like that wow yeah it would have been a lot different we were so close to that. <laughs> no, we really we, Trigus wanted to open that box yeah, so, so bad. bad. Yeah. Trigus so was like, let's open it. Let's open it. Yeah. 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 I think I was just tall and I held yeah, it out you of his reach. Yeah, you held it out of his reach. Yeah. yeah. We had to roll for... Yes, you I grappled think, each other or somehow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Like, it was really Whoa. close to being totally different. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, because, like, what if, okay, so when we were in Hector's cart and then Trigus dove for the horn and was going to blow it, and I had to fight both of you, yeah. and you stopped me, Alexa, <laughs> what would have happened if I... I... Probably one of the biggest consequences for that would have been that everything in the wagon would probably have been destroyed by the blast. <gasps> Um, you guys probably would have taken some pretty nasty damage oh, and Trigus. needed to like <laughs> <laughs> you would have needed to take some time to recover I think like just oh. it might have slowed you down a little bit I'm in your, so glad in you your journey me, Kai. I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you we wouldn't have had seagulls if it were <laughs> <laughs> oh I probably would have yeah. killed the seagulls huh. <laughs> they're magical seagulls they can't be killed oh, okay good <laughs> they just they just into- poof yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are other ways there that like and a lot of times it's you kim as trigus would come up with an idea mm-hmm. but like 
if you would have done it, it could have been really cool. The way that comes to my mind, and it wound up happening anyway, um, with Wolfric's bonbons. Bonbons, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is I think I, well, I had definitely already talked to you, Kim, at that point about can I have some creative freedom with Trigus's backstory before current? Yeah. You know, because I think you had said like you didn't remember. Or you didn't have anything planned for, like, the first chunk of Trigus's life. Nope. <laughs> and I was like, can I run with that? Yep. <laughs> and so I knew for a long time before you guys did, and even before you did, like, you had an idea. Mm-hmm. I knew for a long time that Trigus was, like, the sixth Omara, basically, mm-hmm. who didn't participate in the ritual. And so... I knew before I created the bonbons of clarity that if Trigus ate one, he would remember instantly in that moment who he was. Oh. And all of that backstory would have come flooding out then. Mm-hmm. Instead of when you guys were in the library with Charlie mm-hmm. reading those books. Yeah. That's when you found out about Trigus's backstory instead. Yeah. No, because Trigus had said I want the bonbon. Yes. He wanted to eat it so bad. Yeah. yeah. And Kai and Rachna knew it was like a magical rare item. And so you guys kept him from eating it. Yeah. Like wow. responsibly, honestly, uh-huh. but like. The fun stoppers. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple things like that where it was like, and, and for everybody, not just with Trigus. I'm, I'm trying to remember other specific examples, but there was a lot of that. Just so many things I think were planned. Like I had to plan a lot in the moment. And so. A lot of it was like split second decisions on my part of I need a way. I need a way to make this happen. I need a way to guide them this way. I need a way to have this not happen. I just can't imagine how you just rolled with everything that we did. You never seemed flustered or... That's good. Yeah. Or like like scared or, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I mean, sometimes you'd stop us and you'd say, oh, that's a good question. Let Mm -hmm. me just look this up, you know, which we edited Mm -hmm. out of the show when she would be Mm -hmm. looking through her notes and stuff. And you'd pause a little bit, but then you'd just go right into this thing and it just sounded like that was what you intended to do the whole time. Good. I I think the only time, like, I ever saw you worried was with the wolves and with Trigus rolling (laughs) them. Because I remember you were like, okay, I need to do something about this. Give me a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of times where I was really scared. And one of them was the wolves, for sure. That was, like, probably the first one. When Ivan, this was way towards the end, obviously, when Ivan successfully was going to age Rachna, (laughs) that terrified me. (laughs) Like, I knew that that was a thing that ghosts could do. I knew that, and I think it was a split-second decision to try and use it because I kind of struggle with myself back and forth when you guys are in battle of like, I don't want to go too hard on them, but I this shouldn't be cake. They should right. There should be consequences and there should be things that happen that are bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I was like, that's a thing that ghosts can do. He's going to try to do it. And he did and he succeeded. <laughs> and, and it wasn't a DC check. It, I mean, it was a DC check, but the, the aging thing only happened if you failed it by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. And so so it was even a better chance of it not actually happening, <laughs> which is why I felt okay about using it. Uh-huh. And then when Rachna got who you were playing with, <laughs> the dice girls historically high rollers. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, when I paused, I think for a long time and like was trying to decide, okay, do I follow through with it? 
And then Ashley, not knowing what was coming, says, just do it. Do it. And so I was like, okay. (laughs) I was terrified in that moment. Yeah. I mean, that 100% like I knew it was going to be something really bad, Mm -hmm. but um, we haven't – well, I can't remember – the last time we had a consequence like that, you know? Right, yeah. Um, but honestly, I loved it. Good. Like, I thought <laughs> I thought it was an excellent decision um, to go through with it. And I don't, I don't, I can't really explain why. Um, other than, like, I I like um, the, the high stakes consequences, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was willing to roll with it. I was fine with just leaving her aged 30 years <laughs> through the, the end, you know? Yeah. Because... Well, because we're we're saving the world here. Like it's right. you know, it's, it's high high risk, high reward. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you know, mm-hmm. so it I I was okay with us taking a few hits, mm-hmm. you know, like a huge, right. huge mm-hmm. consequence. Mm-hmm. But like that's what we're dealing with here. We're we're saving the world. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So like I was hundred percent ready for Rockna to just be fifty something for the rest <laughs> of the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Aww. and that would have been fine. That would have been a fine conclusion to me, even. Yeah. Aww. So, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And then if you hadn't done that, we would have never brought up the story of me falling in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, that was actually, so in, I don't know if it's in an episode that's already come out or if it's I in the episode. I think it is in an episode so. because I've heard it recently too. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, you know, I listen to the episodes and title them and stuff before they come out. So yeah. I think it's already out. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's one of my favorite memories. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> so, uh, so Kai, uh-huh. which, or Alexa, yeah. <laughs> uh, which part of... Kai's personality is most like you and least like you. Oh. Kai is almost just 100% me, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, because at first I wanted to make her, like, super brooding and super, you know, sneaky. But there's a LARPer that I follow on YouTube and all, a lot of different um, social medias. Her name's Momo O'Brien. And... She was, like, giving tips for, like, new LARPers. And she was like, don't be – I know it I know it sounds cool, but don't be the broody character that sits in the corner because you're not going to make any friends that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's, it's fun to be that, but it's just – it's not a good, like, starting character to be. And I was like, okay. Well, I've already got Kai. But, I mean, I guess – like, I already got, like, her backstory and everything. So I guess I just – I'm just not going to play her that way, you know? And so I didn't really have anything else planned. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, and then just like with my general social ineptitude, just like kind of just like bled in to her like all the way. So mm. I would, she speaks up a lot more than I do though. Like, cause like, especially like with Hyoni and like yeah. the, mm-hmm. her sass. In, in the, in the, uh, the, the, the trial, that was very, very not me. I, I don't mm. think I would have done that in real life. Yeah. Um, so I think that she's just she's more vocal than I am, right? <laughs> and I know that Kai, the name Kai, comes from Kai from EXO, the mm-hmm. K-pop group. Yes. And where did you get? Because you were Mara before mm-hmm. you were Kai. Yeah. yeah. Mara, so where did you get Mara from? Mara, I think I, I think we've talked about this before, but like years ago, towards the very beginning, Mara is the name of a goddess in Skyrim in the Elder Scrolls universe. She's the goddess of 
like love and compassion. Yeah, isn't it nice. uh, like an item of Mara that you give to wed somebody? Yeah, yeah. You, to mm. get married in Skyrim, you have to. I mean, you, if you already have, it's an amulet of Mara. Mm-hmm. If you already have one, you can use that. But then you can go to Marmal in the temple and buy one for 200 gold pieces. It's very expensive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Only and, the best for my love. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so when you put that on, that's like a sign that you're looking for marriage. That you're like, you're... Oh. Um, that would be so handy. Mm-hmm. It's like, life. hey, you're open to it. So then people <laughs> you have like a high affinity with... Mm-hmm. If you've, like, completed their quest or if you, like, you've done something for them and they like mm-hmm. you, then they'll be like, oh, you're wearing an amulet tomorrow. Are you looking for marriage? Okay, and then you nice. say, yes, I am. And then they're like, oh, how about me? And you can either <laughs> say yes or no. And then if you say yes, then you go get married. Okay. Wow. So, That's yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Yeah. I knew the Kai part, but I didn't know the Mara part. I'm not sure why I picked that name. Probably just because I was playing Skyrim at the time. (laughs) And I was like, that's a cool name. I need a name. Okay. Yeah. Well, because Mara's human form was modeled after Vex, who's also a character in Skyrim. She's in the Thieves Guild. Which is how mm, I think I got nice. her, like, her thief background. And I was like, okay, so she she's going to look like Vex. And then in Skyrim, the Thieves' Guild is, like, directly under the Temple of Mara. Okay. Like, oh, like, the, like the, the secret entrance to the Thieves' Guild, you have to go under, like, you have to go, like, you through go around the, back and- the temple. Mm. Yeah, and then, like, down and through the thing. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. The symbolism. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So it's very it's very tied to the city of Riften. Is, is, is <laughs> That's awesome. Like Kai's human form. That's really cool. Yeah. And Rakhna, how did you come up with Rakhna's name? Um, <laughs> I believe her last name Gulenok just came from like a like a randomizer uh, thing online. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. randomize your fantasy name. And I picked like orc and it hit randomize a few times and found Gulenok and was like, okay, that sounds like a pretty good last name. Why not? <laughs> um, Rockna, it's taken from the name Rocknum. And Rocknum is the name of a flying ice elemental sky whale uh, <laughs> in a game called Skies of Arcadia. It was originally released on the Dreamcast. I never had a Dreamcast, so I didn't play it there. But they did a re-release called Skies of Arcadia Legends on the GameCube. And I had seen all about it when it was on Dreamcast because I was super into games I couldn't have. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I was able to like, I was able to like find a used copy of Skies of Arcadia Legends at a GameStop and snatched it up and... The the name Rocknum was just so unusual, and I like doing little references to things that I like, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I like taking inspiration from things that I like. So I was using Rocknum already as, like, name a name for my MMO characters um, MMO? because, uh, yeah, like, a, like massively multiplayer online. So things oh. like World of Warcraft. Okay. Um, although at the time I was playing a game called Ion Online. So I would use Rocknum and I liked using it because it sounded a little more like masculine too. So I felt mm-hmm. like I was like hiding a little, you know, mm-hmm. online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. Do we know anything about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so I dropped the M whenever I wanted it to seem a little more feminine. 
so that's it. I named her after a, a sky whale <laughs> <laughs> from like a really obscure game. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> but like I, you know, it just it's already sounded kind of orcish, so I just right. went with it. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah, that I was love it. That. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> What about, I remember, I think you've talked before about where the name Trigus comes from, but remind me. Where did you get Trig from? I don't know. So, yeah, you, I mean, you tell it. Yeah, whenever I play Fallout 4, I'm always a man. I always pick the male character. And so when you come up with a name, I just put in Trig, Mm T-R-I-G-G. And I have no idea where I came. It just sounds like a super strong name you know so then i thought well i'm going to use that but i needed to add something to it so i just added us trigus nice. you know nice. and then the garganath i think was it i think that was just like a name generator kind of thing yeah. i might have looked up names for for tritons kind mm-hmm. of thing so. yeah i think yeah. you i think you just looked up names mm-hmm. for tritons and you were like that sounds you're like trigus garganath that sounds so cool That's yeah a name. yeah <laughs> Wow. So, um, Becca, which I think I know the answer <laughs> to. Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, which NPC is most like you? Oh, I think I put a little bit of myself into like all a couple. Yeah, okay. maybe even all of them. Uh-huh. There were a couple I think that were modeled a little more in so. And it's funny because so we've done this over a period of four years. And so, like, a lot has changed. I feel like I have changed a lot in those Mm -hmm. four years. In some ways, in good, in some ways, not so great. And so, like, at different times, I feel like I would put different pieces in that... And not even like consciously so so much. But the example that's coming to my mind initially is Shael. Where okay. was that gonna be everybody's yeah. answer? Yeah. <laughs> I really um she was one of the Omara who didn't have a ton of I hadn't like hugely decided on her personality besides that she was gonna be like pretty crunchy. <laughs> and like <laughs> yeah. um I was going through kind of a rougher time in my life and I also kind of thought Shale has also been through a lot. <laughs> and so some of her more like, I think, spacey and like dissociative kind of things really mirror my own personal experiences during that time. And so like, it was almost a little cathartic when I got to play her, oh. because it was kind of a way to express through someone else, some of the feelings and things that I was going through, without necessarily having to get like, all the way vulnerable about it and mm-hmm. directly being like, this is how I am feeling. Mm-hmm. It was really cathartic for me. And so I think I probably wound up putting a little more of myself into Shale than I ever intended. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think definitely she would be the one that is probably the closest in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Yeah. And I also yeah. think of Megzi. Yeah, that, that was actually what I was gonna she's say. Yeah, so precious. always just so. No matter what you're going through, when you get here and we start, or even if yeah. we're just hanging out, going the Grand Canyon or whatever, mm-hmm. you're just always so positive, <laughs> just bubbly mm-hmm. and positive, and find the fun and Thank just, you. Yeah, just 
you know, like a, a light. Aw, yeah. you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, the tissues are still here. I so. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> and that's, that was exactly my answer, too. I was thinking a, a, a mix between Megzi and Shayelle. Mm-hmm. Like, Aww. that's... That's Becca. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, for for me, it was like Shale was. She seemed most like a character that you would play, like yeah. in a in a yeah. game that you were playing. That's you very know? true. Yeah, yeah, she is. Which probably just means that I'm more likely to play characters like myself. Uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Except this next one coming up. I don't. Right. Think she's, yeah. <laughs> she's. Can't uh, wait. Yeah. You get so excited every time you say even just like a tiniest little hint about this new character, mm-hmm. and I'm just. So I'm so ready for her. So like, ex- uh, excited yeah. slash curious. C- curious. Uh, uh, I need a word that's not quite like worried or nervous. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> curious is probably it. Yeah, um, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere between there. <laughs> I'm super like, stoked. What is what? What does this mean? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am I in for? Right. <laughs> I think you're gonna like her. I hope. I think so too. <laughs> She's pretty cool. I'm just. I'm excited. The way that you, the way that you, like instantly mm-hmm. bubble up a little, like you know, it's it's. I'm like, this is gonna be cool. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think part of that is I'm really, um, I really enjoy and very much enjoyed while DMing getting into the NPCs like character that part of it was probably the most fun part of dming for me was playing the npcs and so there's a lot of them and so like it gets hard to keep track of Mm -hmm. and so it becomes harder to really like if there were fewer of them each of them could have had more personality injected into them right okay now i'm gonna have one oh boy (laughs) and she's gonna get to like develop and i'm gonna remember how she is from session to session because Mm -hmm. she's gonna be there every single time and so i'm just really excited to dig deeper into playing a character yeah i'm really stoked for that interesting i think that's part of why i light up every time right yeah Yeah. i'm excited hey guys it's becca here with a quick little interruption to your episode but i promise it's a really good interruption so in between the time where we recorded this episode and are airing it we actually have played our first session of quest together and as we're starting a new game and a new kind of season to the dice girls we thought we would throw together a promo for our quest um campaign and in it there are a couple clips from our very first session which is going to be the episode that comes out two weeks from now but we thought we'd give you guys a little sneak peek by uh, letting you hear what our promo sounds like for our upcoming brand new game of quest which is going to be starting in our very next episode so here's our promo hope you guys are enjoying the episode and hope you enjoy the rest of it bye The Dice Girls have wrapped up their campaign and we're going on a new adventure with a new DM. Like, really new. Yep, she's brand new to DMing and not nervous at all. Does anyone have a reason why we should not play this game? Because I'm open for anything. I mean, she's totally prepared for this. She planned out absolutely everything. Yeah, where are we? Uh, uh, oh, I didn't come up with a name. Los Angeles. Um, 
this is Los Angeles, but the locals call it LA. <laughs> and she knows that us, her players, we're going to take it easy on her. No shenanigans, no giving her a hard time or anything like that. Sit, she says, gesturing to the kitchen table. Are there chairs over there? There's the four chairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's four chairs. So I can sit on the table, but... <laughs> Yeah, come listen to us learn how to play Quest. We're the Dice Girls, and we definitely know what we're doing. Um. Oh, I had. I was gonna say I also have a couple questions that I oh, wrote yeah, you for you guys. Let's see. Let me get I back to three or four. They're yeah, not I have really a questions, but they're just funny things that I <clears throat> uh, found in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question for each of you. What was the moment that shocked or surprised you the most in the campaign? I thought Rockna was going to die. I thought she was like, I thought she was dead. And I was like, I was like, there's no, like, I was yes. like, I was like frozen. <laughs> it was, it was like, I, I was like, oh my God, are we like seriously going to lose Rockna? And then when she like, when she started to crumple, I was like, Is, are we going to lose Rockna? <laughs> that was, that was terrifying. I was oh. so scared. So that was, that was the most shocking for me. Aww. <laughs> that's kind of why I included the 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 crumpling. Uh-huh. I guess oh, yeah. um, is to hopefully make it feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I lost control of my pencil. It just, it just flew out of my hand. <laughs> was hoping that it would really feel like she was dying. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it did. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I figured I'm that's glad. what you were going for, yeah. yeah. Um, what was the question? Most shocking? Most shocking, yeah, yeah. most shocking moment in the campaign. I think, I think for me, it was actually when, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on his name. W. Wolfric? Wolfric. I keep wanting to say, like, Wilfred. I'm like, who's Wilfred? Um, when Wolfric smashed his gemstone, mm-hmm. I think mm. absolutely horrified me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we had no idea what that meant, and he was just gone. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that he was dead. I thought he smashed his own gemstone and lost his life because of it essentially wow. like he disappeared from existence or something wow like, mm. i that absolutely floored me when that happened <laughs> <laughs> remembering back now i think there was a it came out as a really funny scene yeah because you there was talks of like sweeping up all the little right. shards yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying yeah. to glue them back together yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was a big moment. It was, yeah. And I think it had to do too with like, this is why my dad was gone the whole time. Uh Right, right. We just had a tearful moment, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. That Triggies walked in. on on my dad's secret lair and ruin his life's work essentially (laughs) you know i think contributed to Uh it i didn't even think about that aspect of it like that's so funny (laughs) that is a good one yeah what about yours trigus most Uh, shocking moment sadie oh yeah long lost ally yeah you know and yeah. and then the gnomes that were trapped but then we found out that she hadn't hurt them mm-hmm. you know it was a huge relief but just knowing that they were trapped down there but then finding out that she was a friend a long lost friend yeah was mm-hmm. very shocking yeah i, I think that. just the whole trigger's backstory real i think that was also yes. just very yes. shocking yes yeah. yeah i think before before last session i think that would have been my answer was trigger's reveal yeah because mm-hmm. that was that was intense yeah because yeah, i have my i have my backstory in here do you yes okay here's Here's my backstory. (laughs) (laughs) Two and a half paragraphs. Two and a half paragraphs. That's amazing. So I never fit in with my family. I always thought that instead of fighting with our foes, we should try to understand what made them evil and try to win them over with kindness and love. Uh, I never felt understood. So I left home and was living in a van down by the river. (laughs) I just sat there alone playing my bagpipes and longing to be understood. So... That was my backstory. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm not yeah. a backstory writer. I think I have which Kai's is fine. Super secret backstory. Oh, do you? That I've never shared before. How fun! Because my backstory didn't come out until like almost the very the end. It was a lot later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because we did, so Rockness was first with Mm -hmm. reuniting with dad, and then Trigus's was him being part of the Amara, and Kai with Ivan, and finding ways to write Ivan into the story, and like with the whole ring, and getting to like have your revenge, it was yours. Yeah, Yeah, here's my, my backstory is a page and a paragraph, um... I think I did this all in one sitting, but I was like, I have to create a character. I don't know what's going to happen. And I just like sat down and I hammered it out, you know? That's awesome. And some of this, oh, I didn't, I forgot about that part. Uh, Like I grew up on the streets of a large city. I was brought up by a man named Ivan. He took me in at a young age. He taught me how to blend in with the shadows, charm my way out of any situation, how to um, move my body fluidly to make my escapes easier. Uh, I owe Ivan everything. And part of that was because of the, like, the personality traits and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, one of, I chose, uh, I owe everything to my mentor, a horrible person who's probably rotting in jail somewhere. And that, I took that and I was like, right, I made that it. the basis for everything. Nice. So, yeah, I don't think I came up with my backstory until after the character creation. Mm-hmm. But apparently he helped create my alias, Mara 
I don't know. I, she has a last name, but I can't read my handwriting. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole like the framing him for the crime because yeah, because also my flaws, I an innocent person is in prison for a crime that I committed. I'm okay with that. And so I made that. Yeah. He's not technically innocent. He's innocent for that crime. Yeah. Like, he mm-hmm. didn't commit that crime, mm-hmm. but he's rotting in jail and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Dang. I like it. Yeah. I do too. How did you come up with your backstory? Well, um, a lot of it was actually Becca and I sitting down and I can't remember exactly how that went. I can't remember if I already had all these ideas and just, and and you were like uh, on board and you know, (laughs) you're like, yes, yes. Okay. Like, you know, already it looked like the wheels were already turning for you. Yeah. But originally she was going to be more like naturey, like or crunchy, uh, mm-hmm. even because she had. Oh, I knew that I I made her, you know, half human, half orc, mostly because I didn't want to go all the way orc with my first character. It it was too much for me. Um, I think the orcs were like in the in like the D and D descriptions and stuff. I think they were supposed to be like dumb or something. I can't remember what it was, or maybe they were just too savage or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and I was like, Ugh, like I don't, I you know, I'm trying to be a paladin. How do I make this work? Um, I don't even remember how I how I decide on worshiping Bahamut or anything. I think I just like was going through all the different options and stuff and mm-hmm. was like, Silver Dragon, cool. Yeah. You know? And like Bahamut sounds cool, you uh-huh. know? That's, yeah. Uh so I think sitting down with Becca was when I kinda hashed out that she had was going to grow up on a more uh, more with her human side mm-hmm. and I wanted her to leave and not be happy with how that life was going and therefore just try to pursue more of her orcish story and mm-hmm. that was that was kind of it like i i knew that she had been picked on and stuff it, growing up <laughs> and that somehow or another she had to be faithful to bahamut which is not a and a paladin which just are not very orcish things so i had to really lean into the human side of her to make that make sense. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted her to like leave and become like this nature lover. Um, (laughs) And, you know, like just complete opposite of whatever, of what she was before. And she was originally going to take on the Oath of the Ancients, which is the crunchy path for paladins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I don't remember who we were talking to. It was one of our early, um, we, we were doing like an interview or something with another D&D podcast. And I'm really sorry that I can't remember who it was, but we were talking to a couple of guys and one of them was, I think, pretty passionate about playing paladins. And when he asked me what oath I was going to take and I said, Oath of the Ancients, his reaction was kind of like, oh, you know, oh. and I was like, I don't like that reaction. <laughs> So it made me kind of rethink it a little bit, and she ended up leaning way more into her religious side than I had ever planned on. Mm -hmm. I thought I wanted her to be like, because I'm not a religious person at all. Uh So playing someone who is deeply religious was like scary for me. Uh (laughs) Um, But it worked, I guess. Yeah. 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 I think it did work great. Yeah. 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 I was also really conscious of. Like I, ha- I come from a very religious background, and mm-hmm. I 
have gone away from that. And (laughs) so I also tried to be really conscious of like the words that I was using. And I tried like with Bahamut, I tried not to ever have him treat you like a servant or like, you know, because I've been my faithful servant kind of thing. I didn't like that vibe. And so I always kind of tried to have him treat you as like, I know he called you my child, but I always tried to have him kind of approach you and talk to you as like, as if he had a lot of respect for you as well. Well. Oh, like calling you a warrior. Yes. Yeah. 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 I hadn't even really like I think it I think I would have noticed or I would have felt it if that if the wording was more like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but it just like flowed so well the way that good. you did it. Good. Yeah. Good. You did a good job with that. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I tried. You did too. Like oh, I love the Yeah, the the conversations with uh Rachna and Bahamut, Rachna and Shima, Rachna and Claire. While I'm listening, it's like, oh, these guys must have called each other and kind of planned this out because it just sounds so good. And it's like no. Never. Nope. Yeah. So that was just I was always just in awe listening to you play off of each other mm-hmm. and yeah it was just so good oh thanks. thank you yeah. <laughs> it's fun totally yeah spitballing the whole time <laughs> yeah same yeah. most of like her conversations with shima and bahamut were not planned because mm-hmm. for so i think for so long uh there was a long while in the middle where you didn't like meditate a lot mm-hmm. which is fine right. but so those opportunities didn't come up and so i'd never mm. expected them and so i didn't plan for them and so oh. then in the end like by the time you started doing it more regularly i was already used to like not having to plan it <laughs> and so a lot of times when you were like i'm gonna meditate or do i hear do i speak to bahamut do i or shima or whoever i had to really quickly in my head think of like what would they have to say to her right now that could help and be relevant and interesting and like a lot of those were off the cuff like unexpected They didn't feel that way. Good. Not at yeah. all. That's why I was thinking <laughs> that so it nervous. was planned or something. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. I think with each of – I mean, obviously, each of you have had, like – I've talked to each of you personally about right. things. But beyond, like, those little snippets, mm-hmm. I think we've done a really good job of, like, sequestering ourselves from, like, sharing too yes. much information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or planning too much. No. Like, that's not yeah. our style. Yeah. yeah. Anytime – because there were a couple things where you needed to kind of know what direction we were going to mm-hmm. go in. But if we tried to – plan something and script it, it would be so bad. So bad. Yeah. It would be so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember feeling um a lot of awkwardness during the when we were doing the April Fools special because yeah. you guys like switched roles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was hard yeah, to that do. Was that was yeah. 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 But and then it when I listened back to it because I was thinking, oh this is gonna be really terrible. But yes. it was actually funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was uh-huh. good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There have been a couple moments where I've had that same experience where I thought, oh, my gosh, that's maybe not going to sound really good. And mm-hmm. then it never – it always right. is it always hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, yeah. It always turns out really good. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about what were some of the things that you guys would talk about in – now since we're talking about sequestering, mm-hmm. you guys had, I think, a, a group chat. Yeah. Like, I have yes. no idea. Yeah. I have yeah. zero clue how often it was used or, like, mm-hmm. what you guys talked about. We only used it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know what this is in reference to. So we created, I created the group chat, 
And then Ash says, what's the plan? (laughs) (laughs) And then I say, mom has a plan for the ambush, but she won't tell me what it is. (laughs) And you say, while mom says, while we're in Narstad, we need to talk to the elders and tell them what we discovered. Uh, Alexa's making fun of me. And I said, you're thinking of Asylum. That's where the elders are. So I think it had to do something with Hyoni and the liars. Oh. And we were planning to do something. Were you going to ambush the... I don't even uh, Ash says, wouldn't they already know about the tree and stuff anyway? Or wait, OMG, it's been a month. Let me get my ding notes out. (laughs) (laughs) And then mom says, we never went back and told them anything. We just hung out with Megzi. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ash says, sounds like a pretty good use of our time to me. (laughs) Um... Uh, so then Ash says, seriously, though, I think we should stick to Narstad slash TT. I think hopping around too much might mess with the audience. Mom says, okay, w- okay, wait, we need to hang out with our friends. The scuttle first while we wait for Carl to get to Timber Time. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Carl? Okay, okay. And then Ash says, are we going to teleport there or walk to ambush Harold? So that's okay, what we okay. Were, we were, and I thought he was Carl. Yeah. So we <laughs> so we created the group chat to talk about our plan to ambush Harold. Um and then TT would refer to Timbertide. Right. I said we're probably gonna teleport to Timbertide because we want to get there before Harold does, and I think it would take longer than a week for us to walk there. And then Ash says, Beck said three days. Oh wait, that's with a wagon. A wagon we don't have. Teleporting <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's so cool. <laughs> And then Ash says, I want to do something dumb to ambush him, like tripwire or 999 ball bearings in the road. <laughs> yes. Um, I love that. Yeah. So that's why we created it. And we only used it a couple of times. Yeah. This, yeah. I think this is the longest conversation we had was <laughs> talking about our ambush with Harold. <laughs> and then Ash says, uh, we, like, we plan what we're going to do with Harold. Um, and then Ash says, I don't know what NPCs to talk to because I mix them all up. Bilrick for sure. I'm not sure who else we need to see. Rom to return the horses. Claire. And then I said, I vaguely remember us having a reason to talk to Claire. I don't remember what it is. Uh, we should also probably say hi to Talon because he's Talon. <laughs> Mom says, yes, Claire, to tell her about stuff uh, about Bonbon Guy. <laughs> and, oh. and then I say, and the whole thing with the gems. And Ash is like, oh, crap, the gems. Guys, do you think she's going to be mad at me? <laughs> I hope she smiles you. <laughs> and then she cor- corrects it to smites. <laughs> and then Ash says, two out of five gems just gone. I am in so much trouble. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then you say, I should have just polished a rock from outside to give to him. <laughs> Don't say wolf rick. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Then we talk about needing to find out what happened to Wolfric. We should go tell. We should go to the elders and tell them what happened to see if they could tell us where to look for him. <laughs> it's like yeah, Ashley starts off because the the group chat is called Scheme Team, uh-huh. um, and <laughs> Ash starts off with, "Okay, schemers, I think we need to go to the woodlands to learn to learn why the final member of the Omara denounced it before we go see what Sadie wants at Costco for us." <laughs> A more informed decision when we face Sadie again. Not sure if we should try to ambush Harold first. Depends on our time track. So we're still planning. Like so, right. that whole thing wow, took a lot yeah. of planning. Yeah, um, I wasn't very trusting of Sadie, even when we knew that she was our friend. 
Yeah. Understandably. Yeah. Yeah. And then we talk about buying horses. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like a lot of that chat was used to talk about horses. <laughs> I think How so. to save the horse. Yeah. yeah. Where they are. Like, I think when <laughs> we're talking about Wolfric and Mom just goes, Wolfric is a wizard? <laughs> He's a wizard? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. He's a wizard? Yeah. He's always been a wizard. That's he, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he, he makes all those. I guess all not all wizards make magical things, but right. he did. Yeah. Yeah. And then you say, we gave Bill Rick all the papers we found in Sadie's lair. Did we check back to see with him with what he learned? Um, we gave Ram a copy of the symbol and he said it looks familiar and he can't figure out why. He said he will study it. Did we ever check back with him? Claire, the first and beloved family, suffered greatly. Present tense, like they're still here, exclamation point. Uh, Claire re Sadie, only a creature who's, who's, is deeply evil could desecrate a living being. Being desecrated changes the fabric of who you are. <laughs> and you say, Ash says, wow, we did not follow up on any of those. <laughs> <laughs> So a lot of this is just like, wow, we didn't follow up with any of that. Yeah, and then we don't say anything for almost a year. Like, like, it was, like September 29th, 2019 was the last time. And then August 29th, 2020, uh, mom says, hello, is this thing still on? We've got a turtle dragon to fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you sent screenshots of, or like pictures of the, like dragon turtle stats. <laughs> nice, nice. And then Ash says, OMG, this guy is scary. <laughs> That's illegal, isn't it? I mean, you guys, one of the things that I wound up feeling very lucky about with uh -huh. you guys being first timers is that oh. I could tell you, like, this is the name of the monster that you're going to be fighting. And we'd have no clue. And you have no idea. Mm -hmm. and, and we I didn't. I think that was right. probably the only one right. we looked up. Yeah, yeah. So. which is fine. Just because, because I think it was so intimidating. Yeah. 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 Um, At more experienced tables. That's not allowed. You, the DM no, the DM just says it and everybody already knows. Oh, okay. You already know what you're going in okay. against before you even I get there. It. They're like, ah. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I fought <laughs> seven of those. We've been right. playing for oh, 20 years. Okay. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think us planning with the dragon turtle, because we, we knew we were in the dream world, and Ash mm -hmm. says, I would like to use something creative creative to try to get away and take advantage of the dream world so like most Love of that, that was like trying to like plan on this to do it creatively yeah. and, yeah. Not, and yes. not just like fight the dragon turtle right you know? mm -hmm. by the way side note that was my favorite battle of the whole campaign <laughs> hands down <laughs> no questions oh, asked yeah. no. dragon turtle Definitely. favorite yeah. battle it was so good yeah and then you mom asked me alexa do you have anything that you could use to do something and i say not really unless you want me to throw a ball bearing turtle <laughs> <laughs> Did you wind up throwing ball bearings in the truck? I don't remember. I, I don't either. <laughs> you said, Mom says, or we could glue its eyes shut. <laughs> <laughs> try to do that because you <laughs> gave us glue yeah you did have glue yeah because yeah. you say no kai has the glue i forgot about that glue. yeah and we planned uh we planned for me to grab handfuls of dirt <laughs> i don't i don't know if we ever actually did that um, i don't remember i think we were trying to blind him still yeah yeah, yeah. I think you're right mm-hmm 
And then we don't say anything for another couple months. And then mom says, so we're getting ready to battle this awful bird. <laughs> we are in the dream plane so we can get creative. Bird. Oh, in the cave? Oh, yeah, the cave. <gasps> the battle that you guys finished in like five minutes. Yeah, that oh, rock melee. Oh, yes. One shot in. Rock the Brock. Brock the Brock. Yeah. Rock the Brock. Yeah. 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 I remember that. That was probably mm-hmm. our fastest. That was your most yeah. successful battle. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what happened. Like, she someone put him really to sleep well. <laughs> or something. I think he was unconscious for like ninety percent of yeah. the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, someone had someone did something that like that was it. Like, yeah. he yeah. was unconscious. He was asleep or he was mm-hmm. something. That was a good one. And we don't say anything until April third. I don't know. I don't know what battle this is in reference to. Um, Calm emotions. Who was very angry at you guys? Was it Zatuna? Oh, Zatuna. Maybe. Well, I you bet it was Yeah, because you say, do you have anything that can heal or shield us? I think we're all in pretty bad shape. If not, maybe a distraction of some kind on anyone that I couldn't hit with calm emotions so we don't hurt them and can try to talk. Oh, wait. No, that's multiple targets, it sounds mm. like. So was this still... That might have still be Shale's elementals. Oh, maybe. Because that's like... It was March 14th. March 14th of this year? Um, or no, of 2021. So we had a session on March 14th. And then you also had a session on April 4th. That's where I think you actually, that's where you actually had your fight with the elementals okay, was April 4th. So, we were still, yeah. so that's, yeah. We, we only really used it for like three or four battles yeah because yeah. it looks like so on march 14th i thought you guys would be facing shale and then like i think other stuff happened mm-hmm. that made it last so long that we didn't quite get there that session yeah um, so. probably me with storm college <laughs> that yeah. was the one when you all had the dream sequence and like <laughs> you guys talked i got the Okay, so like you look like you don't quite remember Ashley. So, so Rachna, in your dream, you met Shael for the first time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Trigus also got to talk to Shael, and oh, let's see, because you both like Trigus had a connection with her, yeah. And then like you had you had the gems, yes, yeah. exactly. So you got Dave. I got Dave. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, Alexa had a dream with Dave. <laughs> I forgot that Trigus and I both had Shale and she had Dave and I had Dave. She's like, you guys got to talk to Shale? That moment was But it was so important for you to talk to Dave because he was like in the dream kind Mm -hmm. of showing you how How to defeat the storm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But they both got to talk to Uh (laughs) Shale. That was a good moment. That was a good moment. That's so funny. Yeah, that was the last time we used the the Scheme Team group chat. Dang. I mean, to be fair, if I'm looking at my list right here, so that was you fought Shale in our April 4th, 2021 session. We've only had 13 sessions since then. Well, things really kind of came together after Shale, right? She was the last one. Well... That was, she was, she the, was like the most intense one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody she else was, was kind of harder one. to get to, or yeah. easier to get to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you still did Roke after mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And then you had already kind of started Taru, but mm-hmm. he hadn't been reunited yet with his gemstone. Yeah. So like yeah. that was still kind of there. But yeah, Shale was kind of the, I don't know, the apex of it maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, well, the Roke and Taru weren't big b- battles yeah, or anything like right. Sadie and, mm-hmm. uh, right. and Shale were. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think, but man, that it feels like the Shale thing was like not a year and a half ago, you know? Right. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. April 4th. 
2021. That's wild. That's yeah. almost literally a year and a half ago because yeah. April 4th is my half birthday. Oh, dang. So, and you just had your birthday. And I just had my birthday. Mm-hmm. Wow. It is wild how time passes in, in game and in. Yeah. I need to like sit down and uh, in the beginning, I really kept up with like a calendar mm-hmm. of like what time of year it was for you guys. And, right. then, and then we started teleporting everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it took us four years to do it, but I feel like your campaign probably like, I don't even know if it encompassed a whole year. Right. Right. You had a busy year. Yeah. 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 And then when we would record, we'd record a lot, you know, a lot of, you know, Sundays in a row. Mm -hmm. And then we'd have so many episodes backlogged that sometimes we wouldn't record for a couple months. Three months. Yeah. So then when we'd sit back down to play, it's like, who are we? Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? Where are we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that was part of the reason I started asking like telling you guys where you were yes. and asking you how your character would feel in mm-hmm. that moment yeah. mm-hmm. to get us back in yeah cuz we yeah. had we had that like really long chunk where we didn't record, yeah. where we didn't yeah. play at all. Yeah. And it was, I remember like that was first, it like six months. It was something, something like that. It was uh, October 10th, 2021 mm-hmm. to March 6th, 2022. Wow. Yeah, five, five months. months. Yeah. Where wow. we didn't play. So I like, I think that first session back, it was, it took us a little while yeah. to get back into character. And then after that, you were like, hey, let me ask you how you guys are feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Let's, let's make it easier to like get back into character. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in the beginning, I had tried to do that originally with like the dream sequences mm-hmm. was the way to like get you into character yeah. without it affecting like the real world story. But mm-hmm. then it just got to be that's a lot of extra planning. And yes. it's like a little mini session right. one yeah. shot well, on I, top of a regular session. Yeah, I think those were helpful because in the beginning, it was like extra playtime to get comfortable with the yeah. game, yes. mm-hmm. which I think we definitely needed. Yeah. But then once we got like comfortable enough, yeah. you know, they weren't mm-hmm. necessary anymore. Mm-hmm. I do and- have. Oh, go ahead. I, I just thought maybe I should, someone should say, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, the dream sequences oh, yeah, are, yeah. yeah, basically small one shots that they would take us maybe 20, 30 mm-hmm. minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. We used them as warm ups originally back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> um, and those are all available on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. There's a lot too mm-hmm. from like early yes. game. Yes. I yes. really hard <laughs> yes. first yes. and was like pumping out. There was a point where I had <laughs> something on the patreon every single day of the week like it was like mondays is this Mm -hmm. type of content Mm -hmm. tuesdays Mm -hmm. is this type of content wednesdays is this type it was there's a law on there Mm -hmm. yeah i did have another question that i had written down now that everything is over is there anything that you maybe not wish you would have done differently but maybe you kind of wonder what could i have done this differently or like what's something Mm -hmm. that you maybe would have done differently well Kai was eyeing those gemstones. If yeah. Rachna had, because I remember you, I think you picked first. And I was okay. like, okay, Rachna's got the gemstones. But if, if you hadn't bought them, Kai would have bought them. Wow. What would Kai have oh. done with it? Oh, they would have gotten sold to Rom then. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a so big I think, one. Yeah. So I think that would have been like the biggest one. Nice. What about Trigus? What would you, was there anything you would have done differently? Or even Kim as a role player, like that too. In yeah. or out of character. Yeah, a lot of like the magical items that we got. I mean, I had them written on my character sheet and all that stuff, but I forgot to like I didn't use the harp. 
Oh, yeah. You know, there were just Uh so many things like that that I would forget that I had. And so I definitely would have used those things. That's a good one. And then like a lot of like the loose ends, I would think way down the road. It's like, oh, I never did follow up with this. Or, you know, I never mentioned Mm -hmm. this again. Mm -hmm. You know, like the thing where when we were on a trip somewhere and then Trigus was giving awards for the best of, yeah. you know, best flower, best crunchy leaf or whatever. Oh, yeah. I think I should have kind of continued that a little oh. bit rather than it just being yeah. a little quick thing. But then by the time I remembered it, it's like that was a year ago. I right. can't really go back. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, we didn't do like towards the end, we didn't do a whole lot of like traveling. Yeah, you know, but I still yeah. could have been giving best of awards mm-hmm. to every, <laughs> not every situation. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's still kind of fitting for Trigus to have forgotten that he was doing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, totally. yeah, or even if he came back to it a year later, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and just no explanation. Just I'm still doing best of. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't think there's anything that, like, as Rockna, I would have necessarily done differently. Not to say that I, like, role-played her perfectly 100% of the time or anything, just I'm feeling pretty good about the decisions that I can remember because <laughs> yeah. it all worked out, because, mm-hmm. you know, because Becca still was able to roll with it. But as a player, <laughs> um, I do wish that I had... Well, like taking more notes and sort of kept better track of, yeah, inventory was a big one, mm-hmm. um, where I I did not remember the seagull whistle at all. Kim texted me like, what, an hour before we met? <gasps> nice. And I was like, oh, I have to use that. Nice. Um, yeah. And that was, that's the only reason why the seagull whistle came into play. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, which I'm so glad that she said something. <laughs> Because that was just amazing and good. Yeah. 100% on brand and yes. everything. Yeah, I I wish that I had invested myself a little more into keeping up with everything, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really just trying to, I don't know, we, we started it off as just like, a, hey, this is a fun thing we're trying. Right. Yeah. And I just kind of kept that the whole way through. Yeah, right. so I think mean, that's good. I tried not to, you know, get, I tried not to turn into Rockin' and worry too much about all of it. <laughs> but by the end, I was wondering if there were a bunch of loose ends that maybe we never addressed again that mm-hmm. we should have. As soon as the final episodes release, we're going to get like bombarded on Twitter like, or something. Oh, what but happened to what Jurassic? about so and so? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. But maybe I'm overthinking it, but in the future, I want to be more on top of things, I guess. But like the hard thing for me, because I had read that the best thing for a DM is a player who takes notes. And I thought, well, that's why I got this notebook. I was going to be taking notes and I really did start taking notes Mm -hmm. and stuff. But while I'm taking notes, you guys are continuing to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was totally lost. Yeah. And it's different because we're recording. It's mm-hmm. not like we can just go, hold on. Yeah. Hang on. I'm making notes. We had to keep we the try flow not of to, the game yeah. going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if I keep making notes, I'm going to get so lost. So mm-hmm. I would just go back right. and listen to episodes to yeah, try yeah, yeah. to refresh my mind. Yeah. You know? I think um, for me... I feel like I like learned so much about DMing like in it along the way because there's so much you can prepare, but like actually being in it is a whole different ball game. I'm kind of with you where like I don't know that I would go back and do things differently because I like the way things turned out. Mm-hmm. But there were also a lot of moments where 
I thought something was going to go differently. Or there are moments where like afterwards, I have thought to myself, oh, a better DM decision in this moment would have been to do it this way. And so like, I think I probably would have learned the mechanics of combat a lot better, a lot faster (laughs) to help you guys better learn the mechanics of combat a lot faster. I tried to go easy on myself too. Also, like just because Mm -hmm. we're all new and none of us knew what we were doing. And like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't... I don't think we've ever felt like this has to be like critical role kind of level of production or like story even, you know, like we try our best and we're here to have fun. And I think that was probably my main, my biggest concern as a DM was, is this going to be fun for them? (laughs) (laughs) Are they going to enjoy this? And that I think like kind of just learning more how to integrate the things that you guys are telling me. And again, I also struggled with like trying to remember things because it's the it's a whole world. And so, so like much. if someone asks a question about a character you haven't talked to in two years mm-hmm. or seven sessions, right, yeah. right. then it's like, oh no. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know the answer right. yet. Uh. <laughs> but I have to figure it out real quick. One thing I would have done differently uh, that I had com- completely forgotten about, one of the things that I was going to have Trigus do was a lot of puns. <gasps> yeah, I had a catalog of puns that I was going to use that I just found. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'll just read a couple of them. Oh, God. Uh that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. Could you be more Pacific? <laughs> Surfs you right. Nice. Schooner or later. Uh, I've got a serious fish you with this. <laughs> I'm only squidding. Um, this is squidiculous. <laughs> I'm having a squid life crisis. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that was something I completely forgotten about. And I am be... so glad you did. <laughs> yeah, that would have been part of Trigus's personality. So that was amazing. My the last question that I had written down. Oh, maybe we should save it for last. Let me throw it out there and see what you guys think. Uh, the last question was: Are there any unfinished threads or like things that you have questions for me about regarding like why was this a thing? What was this person's motive? What what was happening here? What was going on here? Are there any like unanswered questions that you guys might have about story or lore or anything like that? I remember being pretty convinced that Hione was that councilwoman's daughter. Oh, <laughs> um, the the elder, the yeah. most elder elder. Yeah, what was her name? Crimson. Yes, Crimson. Yeah, no, because I not. think I think they were both dark elves or something. Yeah, I think you're right. And when we were during the like the trial or whatever, it she seemed like like scolding in like a motherly way. Oh, okay, that I kind see. of made I me see. like yeah. I was like I think you guys are related. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. That would have been really cool. I wish I would have thought of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. My thing was. The thing with, I know you've already gone over this and everybody already knows it probably, but the thing with Wolfric, like how he was a wizard, is just very surprising to me every time I hear it, obviously. <laughs> but you had said something about he put the souls in the gems or who put the souls in the gems? <laughs> so... <laughs> 
yes, it was Wolfric that put the Omara souls in the gemstones because when the Omara ritual was being cast... Sorry, let me go back a little further. We all know that Barusa was building an army mm-hmm. by sucking... Basically, he was sucking out people's souls slowly and transferring them into gemstones. And basically, he had already started that process of, like, taking the Omara's souls. And so when they tried to perform a soul-binding ritual, their souls were not completely there. Mm. It's what caused the ritual to explode in the first place. Okay. And then Wolfric, as a wizard, has a spell. I can't remember the exact name of it. But it's almost like an imprisonment spell, but it suspends something or someone in time. And so he, not knowing what to do in the chaos of that moment, had cast that spell because when everything kind of exploded, he basically like went around and kind of collected the soul fragments that were kind of left over around of everyone that had been scattered and exploded in there. Um, And it was kind of his way of, he suspended them while he tried to figure figure out a way to fix it okay but over that hundred years period he did not figure out a way to fix it and that's kind of where you guys came in and when you cast that spell you have to set a condition to when the spell ends and wolfric's condition was when the last hair on my beard turns white was the condition for the them being unimprisoned. Wow. And that is kind of his aging okay. is kind of what kicked off the whole story to begin with. Oh, wow. Because oh, his cool. beard went completely white. And so all of the Omara were released from the gemstones. And wow. it was before he could figure out how to deal with it. Wow. Because he was also partially missing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was not all there. No. You know. Yeah. He took, he took a lot of the... He took the brunt of the damage, I would say, in that mm-hmm. explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing I'm wondering about is Bruce's right hand man. Um, there was like a, there was some build up to this character, but I don't know who that is. It was Harold. It was Harold. Okay, I thought it was so. Harold. Yeah. I thought so, but I. Okay, that no, that makes more sense now. Um, I had thought so, but I wasn't a hundred percent on it. He yeah, just, yeah, he just kind of showed up at you know. Yeah, you so. didn't kind of get to ch- chat with him afterwards, but basically the the kind of backstory there was going to be Harold was going to talk to you guys and kind of say like he's going to say some dumb line about how like big bad evil guys always kind of have a dumb henchman, you know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was going to be him. There was also a possibility of if you had like, so I kind of tried to drop the hint that Harold was there earlier when you were in the perg and i know i think i saw you like realize when i was talking about his like super dumb assistant i think i saw it dawn on your Mm -hmm. face and so i tried to give you guys like also the opportunity to go seek him out and so like there was a possibility where you like convinced him pretty easily to join your side yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, but oh. it's just fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. You, got, you saved yeah. his life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I, that was so cool. I yeah. feel like his final scene is very on brand for him. Exactly. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I'm not sad Perfect. about the way that played out yeah. at yeah. all. Yeah. So, yeah, he was okay. the right hand. He basically, after he left with you guys, because you haven't seen or heard from him in those long months. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so you had charmed him for that 59 minutes or whatever, yep. sent him on his way. Yeah. Essentially from there in the background, he was 
teaming up with Baruso, okay. you know, or like somehow headed that way or found himself. Mm-hmm. I didn't come up with a, like a specific story about how he got there. Mm-hmm. I just knew it had happened in the background while yeah. you guys were doing other stuff. And was he necessarily even meant to ever be anybody who made it to the end of no. the story? <laughs> no, yeah. 100%. No. Because yeah. he was everybody's favorite. And you see on Twitter when was we he? asked, yes, oh. everybody loved Harold. Yeah, he was like yeah. a throwaway. He was based on it was when you guys fought the three tieflings mm-hmm. from the cult they were based on the three hyenas from That's the right. lion king oh, right and harold is ed <laughs> <laughs> harold is the dumb one that was like his whole personality right. he's, he's kind of dumb yeah That's cool yeah. yeah and i wanted to kill him <laughs> yeah yeah he was i feel like he was a good little he like great mm-hmm. yes yeah side kind of villain i don't like yeah. antagonist yeah. yeah yeah he was a good antagonist mm-hmm. i think he was he was <laughs> yeah um so when you know when we first uploaded the you know episode one and we didn't expect anybody to really listen mm-hmm. to it we mm-hmm. thought maybe our friends and family will listen to it you know yeah. mm-hmm. and then when we got our like our first few uh downloads i remember having conversations with all of us this has to be somebody that one of us knows. Yeah. yeah. And we tried to figure out who was listening. And we were like contact tracing our listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We were like having, you, you were contacting your friends and saying, hey, did you download yeah. the show? I was doing the same That's thing. right. And it wasn't any. So yeah. we were like, we were so confused. Who are these people yes. that are listening yeah. to the show? And how did they find us? This yeah. is just so foreign. And so... Now, as of today, we just hit, uh, well, this is October 9th. This is October 9th. It'll be a long time after that when (laughs) people hear this. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, We hit 94,639 downloads as of today. That's that's wild. It's it's just... So it's possible we might hit 100,000 by the time this airs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Holy bananas. Yeah. Yeah, That's wild. I was noticing on Chartable that we've been for the past two months, I think, we've been on the charts in Brazil. Oh, like hello, just Brazil. Steadily. Yeah, hello, Brazil. And mm-hmm. it's just so exciting that to is. see people are listening to us in Brazil. I yeah. just love yeah. that so much. I never could have imagined. No. I think the best part about that for me is seeing like maybe not the best part because it's all amazing Mm -hmm. the people listening and the comments and the reviews and the yeah when i look at fan art though it's something it's like a a a little bit of a different level Mm -hmm. right because it's like you have not only been listening and and occupying our world with us it inspired you enough to put time and work and effort and you're you're pouring your creativity into something that like we created that is mind-blowing to me every single time it blows my mind it's so cool definitely Uh uh-huh yeah so just thank you everybody who's listened and yeah stuck with us this long and Stay with us because yeah, we're, yeah. we it's have, not over. Yeah, we have a lot oh, of yeah. fun yes. stuff coming up. Yeah. So one campaign ends, another begins. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna get back at it. Yeah. Should we do should we do the hands in the center? <laughs> um, what I mean, what's what, are our, we, what are we saying? What are we saying? What's okay. Our, 
It's going to be friendship on three. Friendship forever on three. <laughs> okay. 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 Ready? Uh-huh. All right. One, One two, two, three. Friendship, friendship forever. forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we back away awkwardly. <laughs> yeah.